Welcome to the RVA Returners Podcast, your weekly source for all things Final Fantasy TCG. Literally painting your cards to have to play them. Imagine if that was the Dude, world we lived in. That would be the absolute worst. It's like the only thing, unless the starter decks came with like uh, like colored pencils colored by and, numbers. Like, and like a paint by numbers kind of thing. <laughs> but uh, you know what isn't paint by numbers, Austin Archer? What is that? The next episode, the twenty fifth episode. What? 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 That's right. Of the RVA Returners podcast, folks. Welcome back. I am your host, Chris Adams. With me, as always, is Adam Lane. And as I spoiled at the top of this cast, we've got. Another one of the returner ilk with us. Yes, sir. Austin Archer. Austin, say hello to everybody. Hello, everybody. Yeah. <laughs> so we've uh, got a few things to talk about. I know we initially um, last week said we were going to do like a like an or like a recap, kind of taking yeah. from the Crystal Tower, you know, what they did. But we're, we're going to switch it up because we just played an event today. We're pretty tired, and there's a lot like there's a lot more to that. We don't want to kind of fly by night this thing. Yeah. Also, we have our community day, and it just feels like a better time to do it is next week. Exactly, yeah. We have our uh, community, as you just said, our community day next week. And what better way to kind of cap off a community day than kind of talking about how we became a part of this exactly. you know community? But um, you know, we don't want to dive too deep into that. There's something we like to do on this podcast. I'm sure you've heard, Austin, because you've been on here before. The news. That's right. All right. So first bit of news, uh, Opus 7 spoilers are now back in full effect. Um, yeah, we got a good amount. We got a lot. Um, now, granted, we did record last Saturday, so some of these, some other people have already covered, but there, there's you know, no reason we can't put the hot take on them as well. So, Adam, go ahead and start reading off the first one. So I'll start with the first one. So it's uh, Soul. He's a 2CP fire forward. Mm-hmm. 5K. Job Warrior of Light. Mm-hmm. Uh, if you control a Job Warrior of Light other than Soul, Soul gains plus 2,000 power and hates it. Card's good. And it's the job that really makes him really over the top, I think, because the fact that you know he's going to end up being an 8K with haste that is going to take 2K less damage when you have the right board set up, I think he's really good. Yeah, I mean, rarely is he just going to be a 7K with haste, even though like that's what his card says he's going to be. Mm-hmm. Like You're probably going to have like another Warrior of Light out. Mm-hmm. I mean, maybe the only time he's a 7K with haste is if your only other light, Warrior of Light is the light one. Exactly, yeah. exactly. Um, so I think he's really, really good. I and think for 2CP, yeah. I mean, that's insane. Yeah. And Warrior of Light doesn't don't really have access to haste right now, so this yep. gives them like a haste yeah. activator, mm-hmm. which can be scary. So, it's true, it's true. So I think it's, I think that card's really really good, and obviously the Warrior of Light shells that's just a fine addition, and it, you know with the new Barts and that, oh, yeah. that 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 forward lineup is looking really really good. Yeah, and then the next card is a two CP a new two CP Tama. Yeah, um, for one uh, Earth and tap break, uh, choose a category Wolf card in your break zone, add to your hand. Uh, so probably like Wolf's not that good right now. Just in yeah. general, like Tama has good cards. Hmm. Um, but, so I guess you could use this Tama to get back another Tama. It doesn't say you can't do that. Kind of an Inception maneuver there, but I feel like that's you're real spinning, loose. You're spinning yeah, the, but, the, the needle a yeah. lot. But she's already one. like a one or one of most of the time. When yeah. you, either, if you run the old two CP or the new or the seven CP, 
Um, so you probably don't really care much about recurring her, and also like Minfilia gets it back too. Yeah, yeah, we'll see. I mean, maybe at some point down the road something really cool will be and, done with that. But right I mean, now, title is probably be, fine. Yeah. Oh yeah, we don't but, know what's going to be spoiled yeah. with the set with that. But yeah. I yeah, assume there's going to be more Wolf cards. Yeah, I set. agree. I agree. So, so so right now I, I'm gonna I'm gonna reserve my opinions on that one because we'll, who we'll knows? Mulligan this one. For we're, we're gonna we're gonna mull this one. We're gonna call this segment <laughs> the Mulligan. And then this card is uh, interesting. It's a one CP water backup that's not generic. I love that. Uh, so it's Yagrash. He also he already has another card, mm-hmm. um, but I like this one a lot. Uh, so when he comes in, when he enters the field, choose a backup you control other than Yagrash. Return it to its owner's hand. I think it's really good. Um, it's pretty absurd for the cost because I mean we we have a backup that does this already in Mion, right? But this the However, fact that this uh, Mion does draw you a card, right? Like but on the flip side of this, you can grab this off of uh, Sid too. Yep. Because it's a one CP yep. backup, which I think is huge now. Do you think we see a cycle I think of these possible. one CP backups in every element? I think I that would so. be pretty, pretty insane because that's again, that just it, it's more fuel for that Sid Two engine, yep. and I, I think it has a really good effect. Solid, solid, solid card all across the board. Yeah, I think it's good. Uh, makes me want to play Water Earth Monsters again. Well, I, I think that's a card that it, in assuming this is the only one, I think it replaces the Evokers in the deck because yeah, maybe because you can get more value. You know, Say you dropped a, uh, I don't know, I'm trying to think of a backup, maybe like the Chime. Like I was playing Merle Chime, Web. like Merle Web. You Ooh. know, being able to double up on those backups seems really good for yeah. the cost of one. Yep. Yeah, I think the card's real good. Um, so next up, we got a card that people went kind of crazy over, mm-hmm. uh, and I'm pretty sure this is a rare. I think if I'm, I think that I'm right, correct on that. Playable, ladies um, and gentlemen. So it's X Death. 60p. Don't think like I did. This isn't a forward. It's a backup. It's I a thought, backup. When I first saw that, it was like, oh, this is going to be busted because it's a forward. Um, I think it still might be busted. It's, it is really good. It's pretty strong. Uh, when he enters the field, choose a forward in either player's break zone. If it costs equal to or less than the number of backups you control, play it onto the field. Man, I'm going to tell you what. This card is insane. Yeah, is it fairly costed at 6? No. It is not. <laughs> I, I think it's fairly costed at six. That thing needs to cost like so, seven. So you're not you're not really gonna. Well, but it's perma keep. It is perma. It is perma keep. Um, but like you're not. It's perma keep until something else happens. That makes sense. Sure. Because like if you yeah. Leviathan, it goes back to their hand. Sure. But like um, it, you're not really gonna pull five CPs with this because, well, you you could. But if in, like if someone blows you out trying to do that, like if they hack a ton of backup. Sure. And if then this fizzles, you just paid six CP to do nothing. Yeah. Yep. Um, and that feels really bad. But I think uh, with the slew of super powerful four drops that exist. Oh, yeah, you're gonna get a four. If this is your fifth backup, you're gonna get a four drop like every time. Yep. Um, and it's really gonna depend on what you can get off that. Yeah, I think it's it's gonna end up being a good like. You know, one or two of in a lot of decks. I think what this is going to do most of the time, and I'm not saying, like, this is still really good. Most of the time, I think this is going to come down, and you're going to put Zemus back into play. Yeah. More times than not. Yeah. I think it makes really Green good. Mage, that, or White Mage, that much more fancy, too. Yeah. Yep. But it does it does make the top, it does make Lightning more top end heavy. Sure, with the, the Adeas now, and the, you know, still, they still run the Odins, they still run, yeah. the, the, even now the backup Adea, the, that fast backup line is starting to slow down a little bit. I think that card's fantastic, and I think you start seeing, you know, Lightning has kind of been an element that, you know, you don't really see it splashed all that much. Now I could start seeing it splash and maybe some more controly kind of shells, things yeah. like that. Yeah, this makes me want to run a splash deck too. Um, when I first saw this, I was like, "Oh, I'm gonna play Lightning Earth," and I wasn't even thinking about the next card when I saw this card. But now that I see the next card, it makes me want to play Lightning Earth even more. Yep. So moving on to. <laughs> so the next card is uh, the the 
second legendary they've shown? Yes, the second legendary. Yeah. Uh, so it's 5 CP, Earth, Gallif. He's 9K. He's already doing good. Yep, he's already on Kurt. Um, he's a dog warrior. And he's got text, so. Man. Yeah. Uh, so man with text. the first line of text is, he can't be broken during your turn. Amazing. Uh, second line of text is an auto. So when he attacks, choose a forward. If You pay, you may pay two Earth. If you do, uh, it must block Gallif if possible. Mm-hmm. And then his he has an S. For just S, choose two forwards. They can't attack this turn. I think this card is extremely powerful. Granted, I, I understand the thing that he's a, a 5 CP do nothing on the turn he comes out. But a lot of cards are. But Zemus is a 4 CP do nothing that you're going to have to pay more ma- of CP right. into. The next but turn the, to be that, that, but still, And that like, doesn't deter people from playing yeah. him. And also the turn he comes out, like, think about it. The turn he comes out, you know, A, you could play him for free with Star Sybil. You're going to play him for free off of the Kelgar. Yep. And then you can, like, start Hecaton chair and shit. You can and start you don't do, care. And you don't fighting. care. Because, and then uh, then if that guy lives to the next turn, oh yeah, something's dead. That guy has two mana kill a guy. He's dumb. I think this card is really, really powerful. And granted, yes, the top end of Earth has become pretty crowded with like Yang and Cecil. I think, I think this, this guy, this guy has Yanga. scrapped I, I think so his too. way to the top. I, I think like I think when I first saw this card, the first thing I said was, "There's a lot of five CP Earth guys that are like good." And like when you start building an Earth deck, you're just like, "Which one am I gonna pick?" Right? Yep. Yang kind of fell off in favor of Cecil right now because of like he, he's better against like aggressive decks and mm-hmm. stuff. So you see more dark like Dark Paladin Cecil mm-hmm. or Dark Knight Cecil. Um, this guy I think is probably stronger than Dark Knight Cecil for a different reason. Like I don't think Dark Knight Cecil is gonna stop seeing play. No, because the guy's a burst. That guy, that guy's yeah. killing something. But I do think this is pro- might be the best Earth Five CP. Yeah. Um, and then now, like one of the things that you know we mentioned Kelgar, the whole Dawn Warrior thing. I think now you can see a non Scion. Lightning Earth. I agree. Yep. Or, or you know, what's to say you can't slap those two cards into a Scion deck? You could. You, you, I mean, you granted could. it's getting tight there, yeah. but th- we're not saying you could. To that me, guy's good. Yeah, okay. to me, his power level reminds me of like Astinian. Very much so. I think he's um, an excellent card. Or, but Astinian has the potential to have pace. I guess that's the big thing. Like, Astinian can do something the turn he comes out. Right. And, yeah. and then well, Gallif, but the, Gallif can too. I mean, he can. He can't be broken that turn. So, again, if you're able to play it in, again, it's oh, like yeah, no. and doing any art sort of stuff. Yeah. I'm just saying the power level reminds yeah. me of, like, and, and a good thing about him, too, and I don't want to, you know, we don't spend too much. we got a few more spoilers to go. But I think one of the big things with him is that he kind of eliminates combat tricks. Like, he's coming in. If you've got forwards on the board, chances are two of them are going to die because he's going to force one to block him, and then he's going to hecaton chair another one. Yep. This guy is just a two for one machine, and I th- I think he is a fantastic card. But yep. uh, we'll see where it goes. And speaking of fantastic cards, we're going to move right into the next one here. So it's uh, we got two new monsters, um, mm-hmm. and they're interesting because they have a new like a new thing that no, no monsters like, doing. A, a zero CP um, effect essentially. Yeah. yeah. So they have discard effects. So well, the first one's Coral. It's a two CP lightning monster. It's that cat. Uh, it's that damn cat that Adam Duncan was talking <laughs> that's about. That's Adam Duncan's cat right there. Mm-hmm. Yeah, put it into the break zone. Choose a forward. It gains 3,000 power. Haste, first strike, brave. That's pretty bonkers. Uh, then its second ability is discard it from your hand. Mm-hmm. Choose a monster across one. Break it. Uh, you can only use this ability of quarters in your hand, obviously. Um, I think this card is excellent. Now, what it reminds me of, uh, I remember. I don't know if you remember a card from the old Verse System game, uh, Makata and Mosha. I do. Yep. See, there was a one drop that you could just discard from your hand to kill another one drop. That's what that card reminds me of. But you could also play it and have it still be a dude. Um, same thing. You get a monster that comes into play, has a normal like monster effect, but 
when it's in your hand, it's still not dead. That thing might as well just say, kill target Layart, kill target Cactar. Yep, that's basically what it's going to try to kill. Mm-hmm. So the question that I have is, though, can you discard that card to Mono Ice, discard, and still get an effect? No, because uh, I think you're, cause you're, you're essentially you're forced to discard to that ability. You're stacking that ability by discarding that card. Yeah, so it's, it's, yeah you, you can't technically pay extra for extra discard. It's yeah. not it feels like your last yeah. card. You could respond and discard, assuming that you have a legal monster target. Yeah. Because yeah. the thing is, like, the only legal target you're gonna have is Falon. Yeah. yeah. Though, but, but I think just, because we're seeing this discard ability in not just this yeah. one, but in other ones that can potentially do other things, which we'll talk about shortly. Sure. Wanted to clarify to see if that was going to be yeah. a thing. If we yeah. broke the rules. Well, who already. knows? There could be one that when you discard it, you may be able to put it in play as a four. You, you never yeah, know. You never know. But I, I think this one's really going to shine in Scions. Th- yeah, I think it's disgusting in Scions. It's an Ariane J target. Mm-hmm. Um, Which you will always be able to get on color. That's going to make your guys bigger with and give them a shit ton of keywords. Yep. Like, and now he does. And then now you can just not worry about stuff like Cactar and Layar. Layar yeah. can just keep this, just coming right. This in. might be the best monster for Scions. I feel like they're running like Musushu and Dragon right now, which is decent removal, but it's like kind of slow. Yeah, um, I think Corel at least replaces some of that. Yeah, I mean it's a two CP summon technically speaking that gives you three K and three keywords. Yep. And Here's I think like a thirteen K Eta. Yeah. Oh yeah, and what's really cool about that card is if uh, if this game ever came down to sideboards, I th- I feel like that would be oh, that's a sideboard that would also. be like the uh, the Macarb fairy or fairy Macarb. Like, yeah. Because it's literally just discard because you bring that in against the Earthwind matchups to yep. kill their cactar. So really good card. Yeah. So there's gonna be there's four of these monsters. So they showed two and then they showed two more today. Yep. So the second one is bomb. So two CP fire monster. Uh, Put into the break zone, choose a forward, deal a 3k, and then deal 2,000 to all other forwards opponent controls. Mm-hmm. And then you may discard bomb, uh, choose a forward, deal at 2k, you don't use the ability of bombs in your hand. I like it. I wish it was a little bit, I, I wish it was, I mean, granted, I think if it's, if it's up, they add an additional k to that, I think it becomes incredibly bonkers. It invalidates cards if you do that too. Yeah. So I, I think it's fine the way it is. It is a nice blanket damage effect for... You know, it, you can. Co- it's a good combo piece, essentially. Yeah. yeah. Also, I, I like to think of these like zero CP summons, kind of. Oh yeah, absolutely. That's kind of what they are. Mm-hmm. Except it's, it's extra ping damage yeah. at the end. You know. If Except you got- they're not summons; they're uh, action abilities. Yeah. yeah. That is one thing to note. Which means you can't target Zidane with them. So. Yep. So sucks to suck there, but I think I think these cards are neat. I think the the, the ones we've seen so far are fantastic, and we're gonna just do we want to do the monster first or? Which one? The the next the next card is the blue one. Sagan, that's yeah, another one. No, they're, they're all these. Oh, yeah, it's a backup, I yeah. guess. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So we'll do the other monster first. So, do um, Sahagan, so, mm-hmm. uh, 2 CP water monster. Put in the break zone, choose two forwards you control, activate them, give them 1,000 power mm-hmm. until end of turn. Pretty good. Uh, discard Sahagan, choose a forward of cost of one, return it to its owner's hand. You can only use the ability of Sahagan's in your hand. Um, outside of snow, are there really any one cost forwards? Viking? Viking? Yeah, the 1 CP Viking, which does see some play, but not as much as like the 3 CP one. But I was thinking maybe like Leo, like Leo. Leo, uh, Leo is a one CP, like, yeah, right? And both Leos actually, like Wind Leo. Oh, and Leon, yeah, Leon, yeah, Leon, yeah, Leon, 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 yeah. So maybe yeah. there are, turns out there are more one CP fours than I thought. But it is definitely pretty narrow. Yeah, I'm, I'm thinking we're gonna see some potential value in yep. that right now. I think that that becomes a good card in Mono Water Monsters. It's yeah, also it's just a pretty, mini ash. It's pretty decent. Yeah. I mean, it's a mini ash special. Yep. It helps against ice. Yep, helps against ice, and you know, being able to, now you can look, at, you can swing with Gal and have that thing on on the table and be like, well, you don't really get that free attack like you thought you did. Yeah. Yep. So, I think the card's good. Yeah, and then the next one's a new backup. It's a two CP lightning backup. Final mm-hmm. Fantasy Legends. 
Um, Argy. I don't know. Argy. <laughs> when it's put from the field to the brig zone, select <laughs> one of the three actions. So it has to be broken for this to happen. Yep. Um, so it's like Lulu. Yep. Um, choose one forward. It gains haste until end of turn. Choose one forward. Activate it. Choose one back up of cost one in your brig zone. Play it onto the field. I think this card's really neat. Um, we kind of see a theme so far with some of these spoilers. You're really looking at like breaking backups, returning a lot of backup manipulation. I. I think it's the beginning of maybe some more, a lot more controly type shells or super heavy mid rangey shells. Yeah. Um, I think the card's good. I, um, in what capacity, I don't know yet because clearly, you know, we haven't seen everything. But right now, there aren't a lot of options that break your own backups. Yep. You know, maybe fire lightning with like Furion or um, with the new Lulu. New Lulu. I, I think that's the big thing. Yeah. I, I think Lulu is the one that everybody's kind of zeroed in on for or this the, one. That Opus Six Kuja. Yeah. You're dro- you're pulling back another. Oh, he has to be ice back. Yeah, he has to break. Kuja ah, specifically, that's which right. is that's, a shame. Oh, that's the only reason why I got those foil Goombas. <laughs> there it is. <laughs> uh, oh, Curtis yeah. was playing with ice lightning the other day. He had Goombas in there. Oh, Goombas, Goomba Lulu is good. But uh, no, I, I I like the direction this set's going. Some fresh mechanics. Uh, some really powerful legendaries. I'll say that again. Um, the I think the Bart's is really good. I think the Gallif is really good, and even you know Soul, who's a heroic, I think has a you know a lot of potential there. Yep. So Seth's looking really good so far, and I can't wait to see him start trickling in. I can't wait for to see. Sealed. I can't wait to see what they do with so again. I'll, I'll never be excited for sealed. Um, <laughs> I can't wait to play in pre-release, but I, I like to see how they do it. I, I think those discard those two CP monsters. Those have sealed. Those have sealed superstars. Oh, oh they're gonna be really good sealed. Yeah, they're gonna be really good sealed. Yep, I agree. So yeah, I guess the next piece of news. Well, there was like some tournaments that ended after we. Yeah, so we had some we had some tournaments that happened last week. I know when we recorded the last episode, we had you know we kind of tuned in on day one of the Italy Grand Open and the Seattle Crystal. Well, there Cup. was no day one stream of Crystal. Yeah, Cup. there was no day one stream on the Crystal Cup, which was unfortunate. Um, but that's okay because you know the the Italy tournament was a fantastic one, so uh, you can find those videos online. But um, day two ended with um. A wa- uh, ice water Vikings winning. Yeah, Stefano. Uh, yeah, Stefano. I'm 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 gonna butcher his last name, so I'm gonna go ahead and read it. Uh, Depento uh, winning the Italy Open, defeating. Um, looks like he beat Mono Lightning in the finals, and I know he had a great set against uh, Joshua Freeman Birch mm-hmm. in semis, which I think ended, ended actually at time. I think that went to time. Oh, I didn't know that. I'm pretty sure, and I think you know he won from time. I don't quote me on that, but I think that's what happened. Yeah, and then the, uh, the Seattle Crystal Cup was won by Brian. Brian Berkeley, man, shout outs to Meta Potion playing Ice Earth. Yep, him and Okimoto were on the same deck, yeah. and uh, the, it was the, good. And Cali boys love that that Ice Earth man, and I can't hate them. So there's two teams that have three buys. There's two two Meta Potion guys, and then Team Jordan Dank, right? Yeah, exactly. <laughs> <laughs> team Canada with all that hockey hookamaloo, yeah. and um, that bitch and Murray too. Yeah, I mean. Three buys is a big deal. Uh, and he beat Azul, um, who's on Scions. Azul was, I think, previously unqualified. Another yeah. strong player that qualified. Yeah, and his uh, Scions are so strong. I, I, why, do I, why do I picture Jordan Dank showing up to, to uh, Nationals looking like Lance Storm when he had all the championship oh, no. belts in WCW? <laughs> I love it. If I could be great. serious for a minute. And then I guess the last little piece of news is uh, – the Indie Games tournament and then the Community Day. If we want to talk about those, yeah. So yeah, those two, you know, turn that we had the two major ones last week that everybody's kind of seen the results on. We're a little late to the party on that one, but we have some things. You know, we had some things happen this week and that are happening next week. Um, today we had our 
Uh, we had our second Soldier Showdown tournament. Yep. Um, so we just, I guess, keep in fact, uh, keep in line with our timeline. Uh, we had that today. We uh, had what, fourteen people? Yeah, it was fourteen, but it was stacked. No, it, it was it was a half big the 14. field was qualified for. Yeah, Nats. pretty much yeah, half so. our field was qualified for Nats. And uh, Colin Rupert and uh, Kevin, I'm ter- I'm terrible with, with his Kevin name. Witherow. Yeah, Kev- yeah. Uh, Kevin Witherow came down from PA. Surpri- didn't even tell us we were, co- they were well. Coming. So okay, so Colin reached out to me on Twitter actually, uh-huh. and he was like, talk- he was like, you know, can't wait, like. Uh, stream looks good and all that stuff so i figured you know they're just gonna be tuning yeah. in I had, and i even told him like I, I tweeted back i was like hey man like anytime you want to come down like be glad to have y'all be cool like mm-hmm. i like coming out there to play so yeah if y'all want to come down here it'd be awesome and i didn't know they were coming sure but. enough they did i'm sitting there jamming some games with judah and I, I look over and i'm just like rub the eyes and i'm like holy shit so it was really cool and then um so we had him and kevin who are both qualified curtis and steven are both qualified Spencer. Spencer is also qualified. Um, so five of the fourteen. Danny. Oh, Danny. Oh, geez, Danny. Because he, he kind of came and went today. Um, Danny's qualified. So like you know six. Six, six of, of the fourteen. You know, so pretty much half the field was qualified. Um, Colin ended up taking the whole thing. Uh, we had a really solid top eight. Uh, I finished top four. Um, I was on. Um, like, no, y'all didn't play. Y'all did the booth oh, yeah, today. I just so commentated we were, and ran the stream. We were Joe Bucking it today. Yeah, you did. Here, <laughs> Joe Buck and Chris Collinsworth. Oh, here's a guy. Uh, Colin uh, Rupert won uh, over Colin Coughlin, uh, RVA shout yep. out there. Um, he was playing Windwater Standard Units, a really, really top notch deck. Oh, yeah. And uh, Colin was playing Curtis's Earthwind Water yeah, Splash Dot, deck. Dot yeah, Dot Alita. It's a it's a good deck. And uh, obviously, you know, Colin, you know, he 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 took his L's early and got into top eight because he was the sixth seed. I was the fifth seed. He was the sixth seed. Uh, won his top eight match and then beat Curtis in top four and then. You know, lost to Colin in finals. I actually, I also went two and two. I, I was the fifth seed going in. Like I just said, I my I won my first two rounds of Swiss. Then I lost to Colin in Swiss. Then I lost to Corey on stream. I got man, Scions are good. Scions are such a good deck. It's really good. But then I had to play Corey again in top eight, and I was able to get games one and three. Then I played uh, then I played Colin Rupert in top four, and he just put the fucking wood to me, man. Just yep. I want to get you I, a foil seraphy though. <laughs> Though just, I, <laughs> I want to yeah. get you a foil Seraphine, man. Yeah, well, that, that, that you know, against, against Corey and Top Eight, when we played Seraphine, I was like, oh, I think I just lose here because he just get back a Yida, and that was a wrap. I was like, man, that 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 was the card. That was the card that did it. But you know, like I said, we we got our rematch. I got my salty run back. You know, Cor- Corey, you know, as because he's getting better every week. He shows oh, yeah. up, man. He's yeah. Uh, you know, keep grinding out those scions, my dude. You're, you're. I've been really excited to watch him grow. Yeah, play the game. So yeah, I, I think I think he's a good addition. And then, uh, like I said, Colin took it. Um, good. It was a great tournament. I love these soldier uh, showdown. This I, I think we've kind of it's kind of our shtick now. That's what we've yeah. got. Is so, it showdown or series? I feel like we call it. Like, it uh, no, we so, called it the same thing. Well, it's, like, a show, it's a soldier S. Okay. Yeah, okay. So, it's a soldier S. Yeah. Got it. <laughs> series showdown. It's all the same. Yeah, yeah. Tomato, tomato. All right. Exactly. But it was good. So great time. You know, we appreciate you know the Fredericksburg guys coming down, yep. the beach guys coming up, and then the PA guys coming down. You know, y'all drive safe back to your respective places. Danny, I didn't get to see you much before you left. I know y'all were trying to beat the weather's been shitty. Weather's been yeah. shitty on the East Coast yep. right now. So got a hurricane coming next weekend too. That's what I'm saying, Yay. man. Yep, and speaking of speaking of hurricanes, next week we've got a uh, we've got a community day coming. I don't up. know why. I just pictured the wrestler like uh, stand <laughs> back. Uh, <laughs> There's a hurricane coming. Through. I was just like, wow. well, it's it thought, but yeah. it's okay. Continue. continue. But uh, next week we have uh, that's got to be the name of the episode, right? Stand back. There, there it is. We love it. <laughs> you found love it already. <laughs> maybe, maybe we could maybe we could somehow get Hurricane Helms to. Re- we sh- you should reach out to him on Twitter because I know he's still around. Next time you come into the commentary booth, you gotta do the. And yes. 
spin around. That's right. Yeah. I know they can't see us, but that's okay. Oh, they saw my pants. They, <laughs> they saw, saw my the pants, pants today. today. <laughs> but um, another event we have coming. I said we have our community day coming, which is going to be a lot of fun. Um, we're doing that down at Pocket Games. We're going to do popper tournaments. We're going to do gunslinger events. I'm, I'm most excited about the gunslinger. Dude, this will be fun. I'm going to play some real saucy stuff. We're going to have. Um, we're, we're gonna have to just pile up some foils, give them away. We're gonna do just. We really just want to encourage people that are new and and, and old players alike. Oh yeah, you know if everyone if, is welcome. To like if you play the game and you have a friend that's on the fence, bring them to our community day. We will. You know, we're we're, we're talking about building popper decks with our bulk and just giving them to yeah. people. I think that's I think that's a really neat thing to do. It's just a good outreach. Um. It's going to be a good time. It's you know, and we're we're just doing it for the love of the community, and we want we want to maybe get some new faces. So anybody who's in the surrounding area near Pocosin, Virginia, it's a couple hours away from North Carolina, a couple out, a couple hours away from more like Central Virginia. Please come on out; it'll be a great time. Even if you want to drive from further, just you know, this community is great, and we want to keep it that way, and we want to just keep growing it as well. And, uh, you know, speaking of great communities, there's another one up there in New Jersey. Um, you have a great store up there, uh, Envy Games. Um, I know a lot of the PA guys and the Jersey guys, they, they kind of play a lot together. So yep. a lot of familiar faces. Um, you know, everyone knows what happened to them. They were, you know, robbed and lost a lot of product, and people have been giving back. So they got this tournament coming up, a, a, a behemoth of a benefit, some may say. <laughs> It's a. It's going to be an upheaval of amazingness. This guy, you're, you're, man, you're a monster. But it, yeah, it's, it's going to be a good event that's happening on Sunday the 16th. Um, you know, I want to say they have they've raised a lot of money. I know people have given them product. I, yeah. I don't really know much of the details. I know we've got a group chat that moves too fast for me to keep up with. I tell you what, they are they these guys are all over it. Um, so you know, sh- show your support. You know, reach out to them if there's anything you can do. They're 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 a great group of guys up there, and all the partner, all the community partners that are involved in it. You know, just great work showing that you know when something you know when something happens to one of us, we can all just kind of you know Bang, rise yeah, up yeah. and make it make the situation better. So you know, look for that next week. It's going to be a lot of fun if you can make it. If you can make it to the event, I highly recommend going because not only will it be for a good cause. There's going to be some killer competition there, oh, yeah. by the way. To, and they have a 1K the week, the day before. Yeah, so there's two tournaments. So, you know, if you want to make a weekend out of it, you know, get on Expedia.com and... Or just Airbnb that. Ooh, good Man, call. Good call. We have fun with those. Shout-outs to the uh, the Carolina boys. We have fun at Airbnbs. How you doing, Rob? Yeah. <laughs> Tell me about that giraffe, sir. Exactly. <laughs> So yeah, we got a lot of a lot of fun stuff lined up, and then you know, leading into the events after that, you know, last chance qualifier, Nats, all that stuff. So there's there's a lot happening. Yep. But um, speaking of a lot happening, I'm gonna what? Did I, did I miss something? Well, I think well, we're gonna see the one to talk about the origin thing. Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. Well, well, I, well I, I think that's the segue into it though. That a lot has happened. Yeah. To get to where we are today. It's true. There's it's been true. A lot of work put in. A lot of work, and uh, like I said initially, we were going to do like a recap, kind of an origin story episode. But I think Austin, go ahead and kind of take it away. You're gonna, you're, we're we're going to be beginning this with with an article that you're writing. Yeah. So uh, so one of the things that uh, I think we've we've really wanted to get back to the community. We've kind of told the bits and pieces of mm-hmm. our story, you know, through the podcast and just through events that we've done as people have gotten to meet us. Um, but we really wanted to put something together and have mm-hmm. kind of like 
our little our little story, yeah. our, our little you know etched in stone to to, to see our origins. And mm-hmm. uh, I've been working on that article, and I'm really excited to get that out to kind of tell like how this all came about, mm-hmm. um, and all the things that have actually like worked together because there's so many pieces. Um, between me and Adam, and then you know you and Adam, Lane and, and Duncan, and just kind of all the communities that have come together, and there's been so many different threads of fabric mm-hmm. that have been woven together to make this tapestry of uh, of the Returners. Oh man, become yeah. a thing. A ragtag bunch, some may it, call us. You know what? That uh, I think it all started with one uh, treasure hunter himself. It's true, and it all just grew from there. It is very, very true. So, yeah, be on the lookout for that. Also, you're going to be working on that, like, this week, you said? Yeah, so we're, we're, we've gotten a, a lot of work done on it. We're going to do some editing, going to get it around, toss around, just make sure everything's in the right font format and all that good stuff. But uh, be expecting that article probably near the end of the week, uh, nice. next week. So right be before a good we do little... the Community Day event. Right. So. so it'll be a nice little primer to kind of just give you, you know, Again, like I mean, you you hit it right on the head. Just to get that little extra special glimpse into you know the next the next episode we're gonna do. Um, so that's good. I'm excited. It's gonna be a lot of uh, a lot of fun talking about that. So we I, the one thing I hate doing is I hate going from a positive to something that's not you know I don't I don't want to call it a negative, but it is an elephant in the room. Hey man, sometimes you just gotta you know. Yeah. So we missed eat. we missed covering this last week. I didn't mean to finish. No, no, you're fine. Uh, I didn't. Uh, we didn't talk about this last week because we kind of recorded early. Yeah, it, it, it's the one time like recording on a Saturday like bit us in the butt because um, we. Uh, oh, by the way, polio blankets, boys. Put them on. Wait. It's nice <clears> and warm. <throat> mm. These legs were chilly in this back room. Don't worry, we're good. I'm warmed up now, sir. Yeah. So the big thing that happened um, was the finals of the Seattle Crystal Cup went to time, and that's uh, not just time, but like it went to I, turn. Yeah, it went. To it went to turns, turns and, then it went to, and then it went to sudden death. Yeah, yeah, which, man, look, listen, I'm all for it. I'm all for time grounds in Swiss. I don't, I don't think your finals of a tournament with three buys at your national event on the line should be timed. Yeah, yeah. it it kind of sucks. And again, I attribute this back to like, uh, I think it's still like a growing pain thing. Like, right, sure. like this is absolutely this is like the first true year of like competitive circuit. Oh, at yeah. least in at least in North America, yeah, yeah for real. Yeah, like, I mean, last year all we had was Nats. Yeah, and Nats was, was like, a, just like people showed up. Yeah. yeah. Um. So like, I think y- y- we should speak how we feel, but sometimes I feel like people go in real hard, and yeah. like they're they're trying really hard, and it's it the game's growing. Mm-hmm. Um, and yeah, it, it's a problem. It's an issue. Yeah, and, and it does suck too. Like if you know you were really counting on those buys, and like all of a sudden it's like, man, you know, I could potentially win this turn, but I don't get that turn. It's the yeah. finals of an event. But at the same time too, like I said, you know, it's not like it's not like this feedback isn't going unheard. Yeah, I agree. Yeah. I don't think it's going unheard either. Like it just sucks to, to have that because it changes the way the game's supposed to be played, right? Yeah. Like when when damage like that matters, like a Fasoya deck's gonna suck. Like for instance, I mean, it, it went the other way that day. But if I'm going to sudden death and you're you're playing scions, oh yeah, I mean next yeah. damage wins. Yeah, sweet. Any any card I draw off the top, okay, you're dead. Yeah, yeah. yeah. and that's that's um, not so, how you want to play. So the it's kind of like it puts certain decks in an unfair position. Yep. Um, certain decks will take want to take damage early. They're like that by design. Mm-hmm. And it makes you not want to play those decks because if that happens, you're in an unfavorable yeah, position. And I just I I hope because all of the rounds at nationals are timed, correct? Correct. So uh, like, except for finals. Except, so finals for well, this one is yeah. so yeah. I mean, the, the obviously like, and I think Hunter touched on this a little bit. Like the word, the the biggest tragedy that could happen is if you get to top sixteen and you're playing to go to London. 
like that's a free London trip. Yep. And you go to time, sudden death, and you lose. Mm-hmm. How yeah. how shitty would that feel? Especially when like you like uh, it's one of those things that like if the board state says you can't win this turn, but your opponent can't either, but they just happen to have more damage. Yep. Or you just have yep. they happen to have taken less damage than you. But then like you if you had one more turn, it's like cool, I could have won right here. Like that feels terrible. That feels absolutely terrible. It does. It does. But I mean, I guess at the same time, like we're, we kind of have. As much as I hate to say it, like it's, we just kind of have to deal with it right now. It's too late in the game it is. to change it. It um, is, well, it's, and it's, but, it, but it is something that could change next year. Yeah, and, and that's the thing. I think that's we you work through it now, right? You show how this can be. A, this is a, a problem, you know, yeah. to to a larger scheme of it. Mm-hmm. You critique it correctly. You don't make it a flame war about it, and you know, yeah, get and everyone I think up that's what happens, unfortunately. You know, you, you try you try to be you know very careful about how you critique the game because that's we need to critique the game, right? We need to be talking to you know uh, you know Square Enix and you know having that relationship to say, look, these this is how we can make this game better and and make it more playable for everybody. Um, but you also again growing pains, man. You gotta you gotta cut those front teeth before the big ones come yeah, in, right? Exactly. So you just kind of kind of take it, you know, one day at a time and let it be what it is. Yeah. So. And I, I guarantee you, it's not perfect this year. I, I'll bet you it'll be better next year, and it'll be better the year after oh, yeah. that. And it won't. And it won't. It that. won't be perfect next year either. That you nope. know, you can't really think it's going to be perfect. Well, I don't yeah. think the game's ever going to be. perfect. No, it can't yeah. be. I mean, even be. I'm sure. Yeah. Like but, Magic has stepped oh, down to Magic has its very fair share of issues. Well, it's not like they don't have issues. So I mean, it's always going to be there. There's always going to be things, and as long as I feel like we like communicate them in the proper way, we'll be fine. Yeah, and, and just just don't just don't be hurtful about it. I think that's the big thing. Like, we all we all know when something you know is amiss. Yeah. But you know, it, it, it's how we handle it. It's how we handle it as a community. Yeah. And we, we we get better. I guess I will, I'll say one one more thing. Like I don't I think the the biggest issue I, I and I I don't know how many people are doing it or who's there, if mm-hmm. anybody's like we don't need to attack RB with these problems. Yeah. And I feel like that's happening. Yeah. Um, like I, I see people like tagging them and stuff. It's like we need to fix it. So it's like, like yeah, he he has people. He has there's he doesn't make all the decisions. Yeah, it's, not, it's not like RB is law. Like you know yeah. he has yeah. people he works for and Hobby Japan has they they do things too. And so I feel like we just voice it in the right way, not like trying to attack people. It's the best way to get it done. Yeah, I agree. I agree because you, you you make you make yourselves look bad by doing it that way. And not not I'm, people are doing it, and I don't want to point out who it is because. You knowing that you're doing it should be enough of a deterrent yeah. to stop doing it. Um, let's just let's just try to grow the game better. Like I realize, you know, we we look. We it's 2018. The world has become a very instant gratification yep. kind of society. It just has, and you know, we like to say the argument. Well, you know, it's 2018. Magic's been around since '93. Well. Granted, yet you know, the technology is different. You should be able to do things right. No, it doesn't work that way. You have to you have to work out the kinks. You know, Magic has had twenty five plus years to get it right, and guess what? They still don't have it right because you can't please everybody. And I think you know if you can just get what you want out of this game. Like if it, if you if you're to the point where competitive play frustrates you, either you know. Hope that it gets better, and if it doesn't, then you can walk away, or just walk away now. If you don't like it, you don't have to play it. You know, I, I hate also I, something we've talked about. Like we now finally have real prizes, right? Yes. Like for the first time, we have real prizes for Nats. But again, every other event, the Crystal Cups and stuff. I mean, 
if you're winning that, you're getting you got an invite to Nats, right? Mm -hmm. But you got a you got a binder of cards. Yeah, you're get, you're getting. Yeah, you know, that's that's what you're winning out of the end of it. Like we're not talking about fifty thousand dollar cash prizes. That's what I'm saying. We're, right we're, we're like, traveling this is about having fun. It, it's a zero expenses paid trip to win a stuffed doll. I, I've said yeah. I've said that before, and you know that's what competitive play is. I, I get it that we want to have a very top notch competitive scene. We we want Oracle text. We want comprehensive rules. We want a judge program. But you have to, you, you have to let the powers that be, you know, work it out themselves. But be vocal about the things that could improve. Don't say you don't like this. This is bad. Say I think this could improve, and f you know, find out. You know, don't instead of saying instead of bitching to RB, say hey RB, who do I shoot this? Is there is there like a feedback line, an email, somebody that you know maybe maybe it is you RB, maybe it's you know maybe it is a shoe. Whatever it is you people eat. But I think going through the proper channels is how you need to do it. And at the at the end of the day, you know, being just being an adult about it essentially is how yeah. it needs to be. Yeah. Because it's not it is not perfect. It's I'm not about, I'm not saying let it slide. Yeah. It's about being productive and how you think. Correct. It. Yeah. Correct. Not, you know. We gotta be progressive and not just get stagnant on yeah. complaining and, about the same thing. Yeah. Yeah. I I agree. And we'll, we'll all be better people for it. And we'll be a better game and a better community Definitely. for it. So, you know, we're not going to beat that horse into the ground. We we kind of did, but yeah, it's been beat but, for the last week. Yeah. But but these are these are things that people care about. These are yeah. people are and I don't want to stifle anybody's passion, right? I'm glad that people are passionate about these issues because I think ultimately they they want to see the game succeed. Yep. But it's one of those like when your parent was when you got a spanking when you were a child. I'm doing this because I love you. Exactly. It, it's I understand that's probably the mentality they have, but you know that's just. Let, let's let's think it through before we you know start you know maybe being hurtful or start arguing with each other and you know on social media and things like that. Yep, and I think the last like small topic we want to cover before we kind of like head out. Yeah, this is this will be the kind of the you know we're gonna we're blankets off. Let's fold yeah. them up. Let's uh you know. Yeah, this is a little, for next little interesting time. segment. Yeah, so uh, I mean I know I've gotten this question before. I have too, and uh, you know this was given to us by I don't know Curtis asked me out of the blue the other day. Yeah. Well, maybe a couple weeks ago at this point. Yeah, I think it has been a couple weeks, but I've also been asked by other people too. It's yeah. like um, the game is getting more expensive. The secondary market, yeah, I'll say, mm -hmm. is getting more expensive. Um, and I think that's because more people are playing. So yep. you have like these everybody's well, after well, these certain. The cards. demand's going up. Yes. Yeah. Correct. Um, and so. The question I've had is like, do we think the game is getting too expensive? Um, and I guess we can kind of go around the table and uh, you know answer that question, Austin. We'll go ahead and start with you, sir. Um, personally, no. Mm -hmm. um, I mean, yeah, you've seen uh, certain cards mm -hmm. go up in value because those are good cards, mm -hmm. and good cards are always going to be more expensive than bad cards. Correct. Um, but again, like I, I was coming from Magic, and this, <laughs> yeah, like. But I've seen winters of standard decks being eight hundred dollars, yep. and that's the cost of a modern deck. Yep. We're and looking at like you, uh, Jace Vrin's Prodigy yeah, decks. The, give people access to five colors uh, in a standard format and see what that does to the yep. cost of lands. Yep, um, fetch lands and Jace Vrin's Prodigy. <laughs> those were that, trust me, that was a time. Um, but I mean, again. It, even when we're looking at it, the the biggest argument is always, you know, that, that certain like you look at Wold or Estinian or cards like that, which you're gonna see play if you're in those colors, you just play it. It's mm -hmm. a good card, you do it. Even still at twenty bucks a pop, twenty five bucks a pop, like yeah. you've got if you're playing a competitive deck for 
120 bucks or less, I don't really see that as that big a deal. And also, a lot of that value that's driven behind it too, it's actually starting to fold over to the foils now, yep. Yep. which makes sense. That's because before foils didn't really matter because mm-hmm. like there wasn't enough demand for everything. Now the cost of the game is really getting pushed over to people who want to have the swag and the mm-hmm. flair of playing foils, and I'm cool with that. Like that's yeah. how games should be, and that also allows newer players to come in and get you know if they pull a foil wall. Like, guess what? Well, here's 40 bucks that I can trade or, yep. you know, do what I'm, whatever I'm going to do with. And, you know, today on stream, you're watching that deck that Colin uh, Rupert was playing. I mean, aside from the Zidanes. I and think the most like, defensive the, card and, is and, Yuna and Chaos Walker of the Wheel. Yeah, and I mean, he had a, a Cloud of Darkness, maybe one or two. I mean, yeah, that's again, like a $10 that deck, heroic. Or I, legend. That's a legend. legend. $10, like $10, yeah. $15 legendary. That deck might have been 70 80 bucks. Yep. If. And that's only because of five cards, right? Yep. So if you take those cards out, maybe it becomes less competitive. But still, it's an easy deck to be able to run. Yep. Right? So I don't really think it's that bad either. And, again, unlike every other card game, mm-hmm. you're guaranteed to get value out of your box. Yep. I have never played a card game like this where I open a box of cards, open a box of Final Fantasy cards, and I don't either get close to my value... Mm-hmm. And still have a lot of playable cards. Yep. Right. Unlike other games where you're like, like, oh, like if ma- I, Magic's a perfect yeah, example. You you get maybe lucky if you get three legendaries, mm-hmm. maybe four. Right. Yep. You're guaranteed nine. Yep. Right now, you're guaranteed nine. Mm-hmm. You're getting at least six non and three foil. Yep. Sure, maybe you hit or miss on them, but you're gonna get good cards no matter what. Mm-hmm. Yeah, but I think it's just smart distribution. And uh, just to kind of you know echo off of what you said, I think when you look at if the game's getting expensive, you kind of have to take it in context, right? Like, you and I feel the same way about Magic. Trust me, the cards in this game got nothing on Magic. And I, 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 you know, I don't play Yu-Gi-Oh!, but I know some of those cards got stupid expensive, yep. too. So I, I think it really just depends on what your background is. Is the game more expensive than what it was? Yeah, I remember. I remember when Dottaluma was like eighty-five cents. That dude yep. was an eighty-five cent heroic. Now, if you go to TCG player, he's like a thirteen, fourteen dollar heroic. Uh, Alua, she was what a five or uh, about. She was about five. Yeah, about five dollars. People knew she was good. Now yeah. she's she'll be pushing twenty, probably in the next month. Now, granted, we talk about the secondary market. That could be a couple things. Well, one, we know the player base is growing, yep. but also U.S. Nationals is coming up. You know people are buying these cards from these shops so they can test the decks. Because here's the thing. You know, there are a lot of people who are like me. I don't collect the game. I buy the cards. I, and you know, starting with Opus 6, I didn't buy any booster boxes because I have a lot of bulk from all the other sets. I was like, I'm just going to buy the singles I want to play, and that's it. So what happens is, and that's kind of a twofold thing. One, you know, I'm not... I'm not. There's not as much product being opened, so these singles are becoming a little bit more scarce. To so now the demand can't be met, and now when people do have these extras, they're going to sell them. You know, oh wow, there's none here on TCG Player. Well, I guess I'll set the price here. This will be, you know, twenty bucks. And you you kind of set yeah. yeah. You set the pace on it. it, it again, you know, but also too, you know, this is a it's a it's a trading card game. It is you know trading card games and card games. They're they're luxury items, right? Oh yeah. But at the same time, you don't want to make them too expensive. Um, and I think Final Fantasy is in a place right now where it's still very attractively priced. And like you said, you can buy sealed product and get a ton of value out of it. Like a perfect example, if you want to play a competitive deck and not break the bank, 
buy a, a $14 Scion starter deck. Buy three cards. Yep, yeah, buy like, you could buy three copies of Heroic Ishtola, who I think is still sitting around four or five bucks. You know, then you could spend, you know, fifty bucks on three Aluas. You don't even need the walls. Yeah. I think walls more important than Alua. I do. Ooh. Either way, in yeah. that in that deck, on a, you you could literally go spend the fifteen dollars on that Scion deck, throw in three Ishtola, yeah, no. and like and switch you, your backups. Yeah. I like, think if get you want more to, valuable yeah. backups, I think if you want like, the cheapest competitive deck, you play Turbo. Yep. Yeah, you can play Turbo Ice for Pennies fifty off. bucks. Yeah, well, more than if, that. The the most expensive card in the deck is Genesis, and he's still sitting at about twenty five. But guess what? That's about to be he's reprinted. The, yeah, yep. yeah, and he's gonna be a starter deck, he's which be is a starter huge. Deck. We didn't so, even talk about that. That should have been in the news, I think, actually. Yeah. Yeah, well, we, we can uh, we can circle back around to that, or we can you know we can, well I'm actually that it's actually it, it kinda, it's, well it's super relevant it's, to this yeah, yeah because, because not only are they reprinting Genesis uh, Vivi's in there those Alan. are like yep like, yeah. and like Vivi Fat Chocobo's in there too but Vivi and Genesis well, still a twelve dollar backup I yeah mean, you know like that's like those cards alone already make that a, a really good value product for and uh they, they did the same thing in magic when they would make these like dual decks oh wow there's a path to exile in here or there's a i don't there's know a windswept heath give me yeah. a fetch for you know 15 yeah, i think it's exactly gonna, i think it's gonna raise the price of foils of those cards mm -hmm. but it will which again bring we, down the price well of, we don't know if they're alt arts or not um uh, maybe I, they are but i doubt it mm -hmm. I, I i would seriously doubt that they are but mm -hmm. again if the if the price if it raises the price on foils that hurts no one it except doesn't. for the people who want yeah. foils. Yeah, foils yeah. foils even more of like a It's a luxury of, of a yeah. luxury. Yeah, exactly. Um I mean yeah, my thoughts Unless you're Max Williams because you love him. <laughs> yeah, my, my thoughts on it is like this. Like I've played another card game before that wasn't Magic. Mm -hmm. Uh that was probably more a little bit more popular than this game. And we yeah, talked about it a lot. Yeah, here. yeah, versus and and it's not even like that much more bigger than like it was I guess it was a little bit bigger. It had yeah. like you know a, like an actual system, like a competitive system at the time. Yeah, um, it was run like, by Upper Deck, who they you know already had the so, Yu-Gi-Oh systems in place, so they they had something yeah. good going yeah. on. There. So first off, most other card games are sixty card decks. Yep. Most other card games, your play sets are four. Mm -hmm. In this game, your play set is three. Which I am spoiled by, um, by the way. So like, for let me let me, an example, right? I played versus when the first set dropped. And I started playing competitively, like, when the second set dropped. Mm -hmm. um, there was a card called Savage Beatdown, right? Yep. It was literally a generic. It went in, like, every deck. Yep, it was okay, a it generic, was... the best the best attack and pump you could have. It was a game. rare. Yeah, it was just a rare attack pump. Um, because there were no mythics. It was just common, uncommon, rare. Non-foil, rare, $50. And you needed four. Yep. So Nothing any... in that game, nothing exists in this game that's even remotely close to that. Yep. Wall is about the closest, but the thing is... Wall doesn't go in every deck. Some may yeah. argue that, but Wall does not go yeah, in well, every deck. And that's the thing, though, too. There's so many different decks that you mm -hmm. can play. Yeah. Like, if you want to play an Earth deck, you don't. You still don't have to play Wall. Yeah. You probably I mean, should. Yeah. But like, yeah, like what Adam was saying. Like, if you want to play a deck, you you're you're looking at two hundred bucks right off the top yeah, before for, you start for, building the deck. for four cards. Yep. And then, like, I mean, we came in at a time like when when, you, when we started playing for real. Competitively, mm -hmm. and no card was like twenty bucks was the most expensive card, and that was Shantoto. Yep. yep. Um, I think like Renault and Shantoto were like twenty, twenty-one dollars when yep. we first started playing, mm -hmm. like competitively. Like, I mean, obviously we played beforehand, and like that—that that was crazy to me. I was like, mm -hmm. like sixty dollars, and I get a play set of like what's considered the best card in the game. Okay. <laughs> yeah, yeah that, that's not even two savage beatdowns. Yeah. Sixty dollars. It barely gets you one. Yeah. Oh, dude, and don't even think you're going to get a good. You know what? Sixty dollars will get you. 
it, it'll let you look at a Jace the Mind Sculptor. Yeah. yeah. yeah it'll, it'll let you look at one in the glass case. Yeah, exactly. So, like, to me, um, it's just it just means that the game's getting more popular, and it means, as a competitive player, it excites me more than anything. Um, it does suck, like, when you want to try to, like, get all these cards, and you're seeing these prices get jacked up on certain cards. Mm-hmm. But, like, that's just kind of part of the how it works. And it also will force people to not buy singles as much and yeah. try to get box product. Yeah, it, it's um, which will sell the game more. It'll, it'll sell agreed. more product. Agreed. And you know now, yeah, I kind of want to get back into the having the bulk so I can create stuff for the community. Yeah, poverty. I, and I stuff just like having everything at like my fingertips. Yeah, yeah. and so, I, I should be more like that. But I, again, I just I'm not a. There's there's nothing wrong with either way. Yeah, because I'm one of those people. I hate clutter. I hate have I, I hate having the amount of stuff that I See, have. I, I hate throwing things away. So like I, I like to have like like I have my binders, right? Mm-hmm. So like it just makes it easier for me. Um, and to put just to, to put it all into perspective, I saw this. Uh, somebody showed me this thing today that an alpha, it was Vince and apparently an alpha an alpha a magic alpha mox sapphire mm-hmm. is worth more than an actual sapphire of the same weight. Wow. Think about that for a second. I mean, a black lotus is worth what? Okay. Yeah, one sold at auction. One sold no. Uh, one sold at auction for like eighty six thousand dollars. Oh yeah. wow! So so a very 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 nice car. Yeah. So so like <laughs> several maybe an actual lotus. <laughs> several like. several down payments on a house. Yeah. So so when you think when you think about the price of a game, you know, so and I get it. Not everybody's on the same budget. Like I, I live on a budget. I, I work forty hours a week, but yeah, that really. doesn't mean I can just you know I don't you know make it rain everywhere that I go but at the same time you know this game is very budget friendly like if, if I, you, I agree it's yeah. like because one big investment like if you have like your initial like I think if you're getting into this game and you want to get the power cards take that initial investment buy yourself three walls three Genesis three Shantoto and the rest will just fall into place yeah. I, I would hold off on the, on the Genesis though well yeah well, yeah, I keep forgetting <laughs> yeah. those things yeah. but wall Shantoto and maybe three Alua's yeah. Get those, and then the re- and then look at that. You've already got half of a Scion deck. Yeah, it's true. So I, th- I think, you know, I-, I think just overall, the game's in a good place yeah, from, a th- from a finance standpoint. You know, we have to have to get your brother back on the uh, Mad Money with Andrew <laughs> Lane again. If, if if we ever get to a point where we start seeing non foil cards around forty or fifty dollars, then we have something to worry about. Mm-hmm. If your rarest cards in the game. Are chopping at twenty to twenty five dollars well, because they're extremely playable. Well, I think well, is it non foil wall like pushing thirty? Yeah, he's like twenty eight, twenty. Yeah, okay, pushing, but, but that's still that's it's, still, that's, it's a it's an exception to the rule. Yeah, that's an exception to the rule. Yeah. Like, I, I don't find that bad at all. But then you can also just go buy an Opus five box for eighty nine dollars. You could potentially get two out of the box. Yeah. Yep, and you're probably gonna make your money. Correct. Because that's the thing, too. You can get stuff online for cheaper. Alua's in that box, too. Yeah. So Turns out. Turns out Alua's in that but box. But, yeah. Yeah, I agree. Um, I think we've kind of covered everything. That's a good place to stop. Um, I do thank everybody for, you know, tuning in. Austin, I can't wait to see the article. I know you've asked, you know, you've kind of asked us all the hard-hitting questions, origins, and things like that. So, can't wait to talk about that next week. And uh, we're working on the, ep- the the giveaway that we're talking about doing. Yeah, I need to do that. I mean, we hit 200 subscribers, and we need to celebrate that. Yeah, yeah, 200 subscribers, 25 episodes of our podcast, hopefully followed by many, many more. Oh, yes. It's, 25 uh, years. I, I want to get to 25 years. 
It'll be great. We'll, we'll, we'll have plush dolls of us holding a little shield that says 25 years. <laughs> and nobody, want, nobody wants a plush doll of me on their, on their shelf unless it's wearing these pants. Yeah, so uh, thanks for listening, as always. Austin, thanks for being here. Adam, always a treat. Yeah. Signing uh, off. See you later. Hey, everybody. Thanks for listening once again to the RVA Returners podcast. If you like this content and you want to hear more, check us out on YouTube at RVA Returners. And make sure you follow us on SoundCloud and check us out on Google Play and iTunes. Bye.